Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Formula One podcast. The gang's all here. We're talking about Formula One, racing, races gone, races to come, everything in between, race news, race previews. What more could you want from a Formula One podcast? Nothing is the answer, absolutely nothing. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave reviews where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around as much as possible. It's a great podcast. I personally think so. I think other people will think so. Let's get it out there, people. Let's do it. Anyway, enough from me. Now let's hear from the guys. Here we go. This is CookieCast. Straight to the apex. My favourite bit was when he, we got the message saying Tony's going to be late. He's been pooing for the last thirty minutes and still hasn't cooked tea. I didn't get that message. Oh, it was on one of the groups. I can't remember which oh, one. Tell you what, she's got secret groups now. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Strange <laughs> Podcast. Um, as always, Tony was late. Again, well, to be fair, no, no, no. I'm, fair, I'm going to defend Tony here. Yeah, I was late. To be thank fair, you. You was late. Thank you. Fair. Thank you. It's a first for the podcast. Tony was on time. James was waiting on, but never mind. Mm-hmm. It's only it took, took two minutes. seasons and eighteen episodes for him to turn up on time, ladies and gentlemen. Well done, you. Um, right as always, thank you to Andy Cookiecast. Um. Like, subscribe, share us. We're on all the usual platforms. Um, how are we, boys? Good? Yeah. 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 Summer's back. The weather is good at the minute. So it's just it's warm. It's lovely. It's very it's warm. Lovely. Yeah, but it's, it's weird because it's got warm at that weird time of year where it is cold and misty in the morning. gets dark very quick. So we've we've changed our dress code at work. So you you know you can you can dress as long as you look sensible. So shorts are allowed. So this week I'm like right, it's going to be like mid to late twenties. I'm wearing shorts, but because I go to work at daft o'clock in the morning, I'm going out wearing shorts when it's cold and misty. Mm. I walked to work this morning, and I had that Ooh. same predicament. I was like, I'm in shorts and t-shirt, <laughs> misty and miserable. What am I doing? And then walking home, it was glorious. Yeah. It's just the nights are drawing in, though, aren't they, already? Well, that, that's because you go to the gym and spend four hours there. <laughs> I, I just live in the dark. Just live in the dark. You, li- you do you live your life in the dark. dark room. Everywhere. Just grinding away, guys. You know what I'm like? I'm just a hard-working man you, that just won't stop working for my family. I was born in it. Murdered by it. <laughs> you oh know that was, Tony? Um, that Max Verstappen, or was it Joss? Nothing to do with Formula One. Um, just no. comment in, guys, if you knew who James his impression was of. I did. Apparently, it was Max Verstappen. Never heard Max Verstappen speak like that, but maybe was it a famous quote? Was it a famous quote from Stalin? 
No. No, no it no. wasn't. Okay. Should we leave Are you going to put me out of my misery? Do you want to know? It Not was really, but... <laughs> right, okay. So we'll carry on. We'll, we won't put you out of your misery. <laughs> you're going to be like that. If you're going to be like that. Right, um... So, Monza, the Italian Grand Prix this weekend. Um, before we get into the qualifying in the race, I mean, we're gonna. The predictions are tasty. I'm just gonna give a bit of a spoiler. I mean, I might try and get for the second half of the show, maybe a recording of what somebody said last week at the end when we was doing the predictions. So I, I might play that live in the second half just before I get to the predictions, but. Any news, guys, before we get into the weekend's racing? Max Verstappen. <laughs> Who's he? Don't know. Uh, oh, yes, he I'm talks gonna... like this, doesn't he? <laughs> Thank you. No, well, no, no one knows who he is because you never see him on fucking TV anymore. You only see him when he's on the starting grid and then at the end, and everything in between, no one gives a shit about. He'll have no sponsors next year. No... Made a bit of a comment, obviously, I think it was just before race weekend, about Lewis Hamilton. Because, right, my, my, let me try and get this right. Lewis Hamilton had been interviewed and they asked him how he felt about Max Verstappen um, potentially taking the record for the most consecutive wins. And Hamilton's response was, I'm not really bothered because I've raced with other drivers in the past that I've had similar kind of feet, stuff like that. Which is right. He's been doing it for fucking years. And he's, he's driven with, the, like, you know, the Alonso's, the Schumacher's, you know, fucking Vettel, all those kind of guys. Verstappen turns around and goes, oh, well, maybe he's a bit jealous. He's just jealous that he's not as quick as me. He's not as good as me. And it's like, I don't think so, mate. I mean, he, he's never won nine consecutive wins, but he's won seven world championships. So, it would have been eight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit... It's petty. a funny one. Because Toto Wolff's also got involved. Like, you know, he he's made some comments in the week about Max. He's not very impressed with Max or um, it's been blown up and look what Lewis has done and Red Bull have done this before, dominating. It's all a bit... I don't know. Like, I was not disappointed in the comments from Lewis, but Martin Brundle come out Yes, the day or the day before, and said he was really disappointed in Toto and Lewis's comment because they're not showing Max and Red Bull the respect they deserve, which I totally agree with. Yeah, I do. They they are they're in a league of one, aren't they? I mean, they've got two cars; they're still in the league of one. Max is doing his job; the car's doing its job. But we have had this dominance before, and like Lewis said in an interview today. The FIA did everything they could to slow Mark down. He doesn't feel like they're doing that to Red Bull. But I think they are. I think slowly. But but then if he does, to be fair, I think the Red Bull is just too good and it's too far in front, to be brutally honest. I think I think the other scary thing to think is that the amount of the amount of a lead that Max can generate, I mean, Jesus, once he eventually got past signs. He just flew. Yeah. So even if Red Bull are doing something dodgy with the car, like Mercedes had done in the past, and like Ferrari did, and all that kind of stuff, and the FIA clamped down on them, 
I mean, the question is, if the FIA do then clamp down on Red Bull and go, right, we know what you've done, stop it, is it going to make that much of a difference? No. You no. know, is, is the car still going to be that little bit faster? We, we don't know. Look at Ferrari the other year where they they were cheating the engine, weren't they? There was something on the mm-hmm. engine that it was making it more powerful. They were cheating some sensor or whatever. It was the, the air intake to the fuel, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, so they were getting more fuel in than what the flow they were allowed and all that. The FIA stamped it out. All of a sudden, Ferrari went from leading to shit. to shit. Yeah, to shit. I think Red Bull have got everything right. Like, you look at the floor, like we saw when it was up in, on the crane in Monaco. The DRS is more powerful. Honda have obviously got their act together with the engine side because the Honda used to be not very fast and break down a lot. It's not really breaking down and it's really fast. So every aspect of it, they've kind of ticked that box and then Max is just pushing it more and more. And like I say, the FIA could take little bits off the DRS. They could take bits off the other thing. They've played the long game. That's all Red Bull's done. They've they've had Max there for God knows... Since since the last reign of dominance, since Seb, you know, they've, they've had Max there. Granted, they've done all the kind of stuff like, oh, don't like Ricardo, get rid of him. Don't like Albon, get rid of him. Don't like Gasly, blah. You, you know the fucking deal. Yeah. But they're stuck with Max because they knew at some point they'd get the car right because the new formula's coming in and, Jesus, they've got Adrian Newey. They knew that Max can fucking perform and he can pretty much drive anything. The only thing they want ever shown was the, the the actual engine, but that's the only thing that they couldn't really control. And it, I think, really, as long as as well as the long game that they've been playing, it's also that kind of right place, right time. Mm. They they had Max, they had the car body, and Honda just got their bloody act together. Yeah. What do you think, sir? You've not really it. said that. You've not really said a lot. Well, I uh, you said I, anything. I agree with what you're saying, but. I just I hate it when this happens and they try and score points from each other. Um, well, going, I have said time and time again, every episode, how I feel about the car. I do really do believe there's something special on it. Whether we'll ever get to the bottom of what it is, I don't know. I don't think we will. Um, will it be a similar situation to what happens to Ferrari, Mercedes in the past? don't know, but if you break the rule, what happens in F1 and what worries me massively is that when you break the rules, financial rules in F1, you, you get a slap on the wrist. So if you break the rules in other senses, what are the implications of that? Um, probably a slap on the wrist. I think they're so far ahead now and they're so powerful in all senses that you can't catch them. And I don't know if you, and, I'm, and again, I worry. I don't think we'll, anybody will be able to catch them for at least another season because they're so fast. And you've, you've made a really good point there. We are still under the penalties of the cost cap breach. Mm. They are, they, yeah. I mean, could you imagine if, if they hadn't broke the rules and the cost cap, would they be even further in front? You know, that's the scary yeah. thing, isn't it? That is the scary thing. So that's, that's why we called for points. I mm. think points were points deduction for the following season. That made so much more sense because then it would have made it really, really interesting. 
it would have capped them back a lot, but it would have made it more interesting. Like cap them like four, five races. Like you can't score points for the first four races. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, Max would have probably been winning the constructors on his own anyway. Still, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's scary to think that, you know, they've got this thing on. But speaking of that, the FIA today announced that there was no breaches of the cost cap in 2022. Oh, wow. Wow. So Red Bull have gone, got the catering from elsewhere last year. Must be a cheaper um, source somewhere. Must have gone from M&S to, like, I don't know, little. I've gone from sandwiches. He keeps resubscribing to HelloFresh and using a different email address to get the 60% discount. Yeah, he used Jerry's name last year, so they got the uh, 40% off the order. Um, But yeah. um, Oh, that's interesting. Other news Ricardo unlikely to race in the next race in Singapore, probably doubtful for Japan. So, Lawson will speak. We'll speak about it in the race, but Lawson did a pretty good job this weekend. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. been there's mm-hmm. been a rumored leak of the Red Bull kit for next year with Ricardo's name on, which is interesting. <laughs> but, oh God. but there's been a lot of comments about sign um, Perez this week. Um, people having a go at him. Like I think Helmut Marco said that he needs to concentrate more. He's a guy that's just. He's got, just gone into his 30s and he's got three or four kids. His priorities are elsewhere. Again, we say that Mercedes Max is a bit weird. There's a lot of internal politics going on and Helmut Marko saying stuff about Perez and other Red Bull members saying things about Perez. Are we doing what we predicted? They're, they're you know, getting the groundwork in and it'll be out. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's a bullshit comment to make as well. So, you know, he's in his 30s, you know, he's got three kids. There's a lot of drivers there that are in the 30s and there's a lot of drivers there that have got kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Helmut Marko is, again, a strange character. But just it just seems to have come out this last week, you know, that they're all having big digs at Perez and there's something going on. There's something going on, definitely. The Spanish contingent love Perez. Mm. He must be do- he's doing a lot for that team and a lot for South America. Well, he's, he's not. just yeah. his backer is it Carlos Sim Senior, who's his big Mexican backer, who was the main sponsor mm. on the Force India. That is it, Sahara, um, not Sahara. It was I can't remember what his company's called, but he he bankrolls Perez, <laughs> and I reckon he's pumping a lot of money in. He's probably paid for the catering last year. That's probably why they was under the cost cap. Um, but we've got some worrying news. Um, Tony, was you in Italy at the weekend? Was you at Monza? No, I don't, I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm sure. It's funny because Carlos Sanz has given a description of you. Apparently, a, a get, you and your mate asked for a selfie and then removed his watch. Oh, yeah, you mean his Richard Milley half a million dollar mm. watch? I, I was fully expecting you to have it on the podcast and shows the bling right now, but apparently uh, he chased he him got... down with his bodyguard, didn't he, and got it back. He got it back. Them, I knew them people off Preston Road were fucking shit. 
Well, don't take them on holiday then. Don't take them on holiday to Monza. But they, they said they'd been they'd done jobs in Benidorm, Gibraltar, Mallorca. They, they, they'd had, they said they had a good record. but They had the experience to do what they did. Yeah. Like, a bit odd that, isn't it? Excuse me. Can I have a selfie? And then two blokes suddenly grab your watch. It's just outside of nice hotel as well. You'd think there'd be more security than that. Especially with F1 on and F1 drivers about. It'll stop F1 drivers stopping for a selfie, won't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's bad parts everywhere, in every country, in every place. So There is. There's, pe- there's bad people everywhere. There's fucking people everywhere. Isn't exactly. Uh, any other news, guys? I've got, I've got some news. Oh, go on. George Russell... And Lewis Hamilton signed con- contracts. He did indeed. Of course, yeah, that happened after we recorded last podcast. Yeah, so yeah. Literally, literally after, straight after, after, yeah. Supposedly, it happened in May. I think it's to 2025. Interesting. There were some ballsy comments as well, which I don't... I've got a yeah. feeling he's going to haunt for a bit now. He's like, oh, you know, we're really strong, you know... You know, we're, we're going to do well. You know, we, we've got things in the in 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 the back that no one knows. It's like, don't, because the other year at the end of fucking drive to survive, total wolves start. They're going. Everybody's got targets on the back now. And let let's face it, that's pretty much all that fucking Mercedes saw last year it was the fucking back of everyone as they went past them. Yep, it's so, like mm-hmm. it's like off the. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm going to throw it out there. It's like off Despicable Me when Gru takes the girls to the fair, and there's that that fixed ride where you just have to shoot the little alien, and then it gets faster and faster and faster and faster. That's the uh, that's the Red Bull just getting faster and faster and further away. That's the target on the back. They're gone. They're in the distance. See you later. It's uh, it's just yeah. I can't I can't remember another team that's been so dominant. And literally just fall off a cliff. I, I, I yeah. can't remember how they've got it so wrong. I mean, even to say that they changed the paint this year and went back to a black car because it made it lighter. Like they're that wrong in that it just doesn't look a good car. It doesn't. What do we normally say when it looks pretty? It's fast, and it looks mm. ugly. It does look an ugly car. It looks a high. Mm. It's, it's the a only thing car. I like about it is the color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this this is one of the things me and Charlie was talking about um, while I was watching the qualifying. Um, it, it was a very gin fueled conversation. So I was smart enough to make notes on my phone, and it was around stealing off the guru. Stealing off the guru. No, no. It was it was me saying, and then I was like, I've got to make notes because I'm having a really good fucking sensible conversation about F1 here, and it's not for the podcast. So Drunken James made comments so that um, Sober James, hello, um, could bring this back to the lovely listeners. So, yeah, we was talking about George and and Russell and how Russell always seems to be ahead. You know, he's, he's, he's either faster in practice or he's, you know, he's, he does better in quality or, or just the race itself. And the the point, because and Charlie tried saying, well, George is always out qualified or outdone. 
his teammate, which he has, and I'm not going to take that away from the guy. But I, I think the better debate to really have with him being at Mercedes now is the difference between George and Lewis is that George has always driven a shit car. So he's used to making a shit car drive well. Whereas Lewis hasn't really had that. He's always had either a pretty fair, a pretty good car or a fucking awesome car. Now, I'm, I'm not going to let that take anything away from Lewis and the talent that he is or anything else like that, but I don't think he's ever really been in a position where he's had tripe. Uh, no, I think he has. I think he has, like, McLaren days when Button was there. There was a... I think they brought a B-spec McLaren out that was shit. Um, well, at the same time, Button got his championship and Hamilton got his first championship. Oh, yeah, but but Button got his in the Braun GP, which is effectively now Mercedes. And Lewis got his in yeah. a very good McLaren when Alonso was there and they had all them... I mean, that car was absolutely ugly because it had fins coming out, more fins than a bloody dinosaur and on top of the thing. It was crappy. <laughs> but I remember Button and Hamilton being in that McLaren and it was that chromey pin where yep. it was an absolute dog. And then when Lewis went to Mercedes, obviously you had Schumacher there and then Rosberg and that was an absolute dog. And I think... In his first season, he got it on the podium and there was all like, how the hell has he done that? But I totally agree. George has always had a rubbish car. I think Lewis has had maybe, in all the years he's raced, probably about three or four years maybe that have been crap. The rest of them, it's been a, maybe it's been a crap car that's got better quickly where this is quite a long stint of being a crap car, isn't it? So, yeah, you're right in that one, right? I think, I think I've touched on this before. I think... George follows orders and follows leads and listens to people and will odds on go with what people tell him. Mm. As in, I don't know. I think yeah. he plays it safe. You all heard him this week saying when he's been told to calm down, he's like, I don't know if you can see, but I've got some fucking driver up my ass. No, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But ballsy George. Is coming out and has come out, and he's he's not really done too well, and he's got under the skin of a lot of people, including us on the podcast. Mm. Now Lewis has the arrogance of a seven-time world champion, and I think with that comes a lot more. He'll take more risks to because he he'll he can understand the risk versus benefit, risk and reward. And because it's a crap car, and that's a very, very blint term, but because it's a crap car, odds on, every time he tries to take a risk, he fails and he, he ends up going backwards. I think Lewis, with his experience, probably takes a lot of, like, setup-wise, he probably takes mm. a lot of risks and goes like a real weird mm. setup to see if he can get the best from the car. And I think that's his experience in, well, let's try this, try that. And sometimes it doesn't work. But like you said, James, like you just said, George has always 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 had a shit car. Lewis has always had a very fast car, and now he hasn't got a fast car anymore, and is not used to 
taking risks. He's not used to having this low confidence. He's not used to scrapping in the midfield. That, that's what I was about to say when you when you when you when you think because I've touched it a couple of times with the the, the season where um, Rosberg won it, and obviously we kind of we, we always say Rosberg's a dick and stuff like that because oh here I am look at me and all this kind of shit on Facebook like he was this weekend on the coverage, fucking oh yeah oh his car is this do you think who really gives a shit? <laughs> I, I just sorry well, before you go on, I did I did like Lewis's comment when in the interview where he was saying about the teammates. And the person commenting had to remind him about Rosberg. And he was like, oh, yeah, Nico as well. Because he was saying he's always had strong teammates. And he went, oh, yeah, I had, obviously, Alonso. I had uh, Valtteri. I had George. And you had Nico as well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Nico. But I, I, I don't <laughs> think people ever really pushed him. I mean, one, one of the... One of the reasons why I think Hamilton and Bottas was a great pair was that Bottas was probably one of the only drivers that could really fucking push Hamilton to the max. On so, one day out of ten. Yeah, true. Yeah. But going back to what I was saying a second about Rosberg and stuff like that, the, the season that Rosberg won, he had to get into the head of Hamilton. He had to get into Hamilton's head. And obviously, he, he made all them comments mid-season and then all you know, saying, "Oh, I've done all this cycling. I've lost ten kilo doing that." And but and it got into Hamilton's head, and that's when Rosberg really took it. Mm. We all we, we all know that we you know you, you can look at the stats and everything else. It's there. It's right in front of you. Now, is 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 this also a bit of a a damning to to Hamilton's confidence? You you get any athlete out there who's at their peak and they're at the top and they they do it year in, year out, and then all of a sudden it starts to go. You know, your, your Tom Brady's, you know, your Tiger Woods, those kind of guys, yeah. top of the game. But they all know when it gets to that kind of time, nine times out of ten, you know, they're going to retire at that point because they, they want to be known as, I went out at the top, I didn't get up there and then... Go a season too far. Yeah, like, like, like Jamie Peacock. I mean, he, he retired from Leeds after winning the treble. He came out of retirement to help Hulkingston Rovers in a relegation battle, and we got relegated. So his last ever fucking game, he was re- so that that kind of thing. Is 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 there also that kind of um, is there something in the back of Hamilton's head? Obviously, his confidence is going to be shocked a little bit anyway. And I know he's he's still fighting and everything else, and he's still got it. You see, if he gets a sniff, he'll still go for it. But that has to play on him a little bit. Like you say, I, I don't want Lewis to go a season too far. So it's a two-year deal. You know, I, will his body not cope with the car? I mean, the thing with Lewis is, I think more than any driver, he likes the car a certain way. And when it doesn't go a certain way, he can't drive it to his... He's a late breaker, a bit like... You know what I mean? It, he's got no confidence in that car. So it probably shows where George is used to driving shit and just drives. You know, maybe yeah. maybe Lewis is more technical. Um, yeah. So, guys, right? Should we get into qualifying? Because I mean, I ain't got. <laughs> we haven't fucking touched it yet. Yeah. We haven't touched it yet. <laughs> but to be fair, I haven't really got a lot on qualifying. If I'm brutally honest, so I'll whisk through the order. So, um, knocked out in Q1. Joe Gasly, Ocon, Magnussen, Stroll, knocked out in Q2, Sonoda. Uh, usual suspects. The usual Sonoda, suspects. Lawson, Hulkenberg, Bottas, Sergeant. So no shocks in any of them. 
So your top 10 were 10 for Lonzo, 9 for Norris, 8th Lewis, 7th Piastri, 6th Albon, 5th Perez, 4th Russell, 3rd Leclerc, 2nd Max, shock horror, 2nd, and Science was Pearl. So Science's Pearl was 120.294, with Max's being 120.307. Yeah, qualifying. The Ferraris were, all, all the teams were warned about not um, stacking up before the yes. last. Yeah, from the Ferrari race Ferrari still did yeah. it. Yeah. Ferrari still did it and got a warning. But that that was announced just after science got pulled. The race director what? said the, the slow to get out of the way. So there was extra circumstances. Yeah, they had a time to get round, didn't they? And they were both slower. But yeah, it was bullshit. You, you Like you say... It's because it was in Monza, it was in Italy, Italian Grand Prix, Ferrari, Italy. But apparently, Ferrari went all in on this race. So, yeah, both Ferrari absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) massive. They they waited. They both had brand new power units, brand new gearboxes, had a bit of an upgrade. There was wing wings. Yeah, they went all in on livery. Yeah, I mean the yellow obviously helped. Um, yeah, and to be fair, Sainz did well. Like, it was, I mean, even Leclerc down in Fed, he was a 120.361. So, you've got less than half a tenth covering the top three. I mean, I thought Max had got Pearl again. I thought, and then all of a sudden, like, say, Sainz popped up there and got it across the line and was Pearl. I thought for our, I mean, for. Just, just in general, this weekend Ferrari had a fucking great weekend, and, and it was, it was night. It was just oh, signs was something else. I'm, I'm sorry, you guys might think otherwise, and we'll discuss it more in the race section in part two. But signs was just, yeah, he was, he was in a different league to where he normally is, and it was great to fucking see. But. It was. Yeah, they, they did. They did almost get in a bit of shit with the, you know their their outlaps and stuff like that. Mm. We're still bunching. I, I don't know. In the case of the FIA thought if we penalise them, they'll just be controversial. Uh, I, I can never say that word. Controversy. controversy and stuff where they turn around, turn around, going, oh well, you know, if it was anybody else but Max, you wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. If it was in, if it was Max in Holland, you wouldn't have done it, and you're they'd have kicked off massively. But but why is there always traffic issues at Monza in qualifying? I, I don't. They're always queuing on the last two. It's na- oh. Narrow track, the chicanes. Use the, the, the word. Go on, James. Use the word. Use the word. The it's, yeah, it's it's a it's prestigious track. Yes. Tony always gets a little bit of a chuffy when he hears that word. Oh, he does. Yes. He's holding the desk up <laughs> by himself down there right now. This this table's now six foot in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think your wife would agree with that statement. But you would. Oh, yeah. Tony, <laughs> this is a podcast that people listen to. Um, Album. Very surprising. Quickest in Q1. I mean, again, we'll talk about it in the race, but the guy, 
he looks like he's he's a decent driver. I, well, I honestly think this Williams has some kind of fucking out of outer orbit material on it because the the super secret like MI five type shit. Because why why is it going so quick? It's not allowed. It's a uh, Williams. The shit. That how can they go so quick? <laughs> how can they go so quick? Oh, they're a family-owned team that were basically wrote off a, a year ago. They were literally wrote off. Like, so how? They've made, okay. They've made a few good signings in the back. Um, is it Vowles? He, he seems Vowles, like a decent yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, he could he could tell anybody anything, and they'd fucking believe it, and they'd do it. Um, but yeah, where's this coming from? Where 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 is this success coming from? Yeah, yeah. I mean the. It looked good. He looked good in the race. He, like I say, he was, he was P1 after Q1. Um, Norris and Ocon came close to banging wheels in qualifying, which was, again, a bit odd. Mm. I think Norris yeah. had to make a bit of a manoeuvre and go off. Um, you got anything else from Quali? Um, did Perez go off? Perez went off in practice, didn't he? I don't think he went yeah, off. He went off in practice too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he probably um, someone pushed him off as well. You know, they didn't give him enough space, even though he was pretty much out there on his own. But oh no, we'll get else, we'll get to him moaning in the race. Fuck me, God, they're all as bad as each <laughs> other. Honestly, like children, aren't they? He's done that. He's done that. He pushed me off. Oh, fucking give it a rest. You grown ass human beings, get on with it. Egotistical babies. Fucking yeah. Dicks. Um. Sorry, that little bit of a rant there. Um. So yeah, so yeah. I think Polly was a bit. It was it was standard, wasn't it? We didn't. I mean, first racing since I can remember that it didn't rain. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. But I like this hard, medium, soft format. I like that. It seems to mix it up a little bit. I will give it that. I wasn't. I didn't know if it'd like make everything boring because there was no strategy to it. But to be fair, because now you get a free choice for the race, I think you even said this before, Tony, that it, you know, it seems to be working. And yeah, I like it. I like it. It's different. It makes everybody, yeah. You can't have teams that are just trying to quickly slip us, slip in there to get in. Stick yeah, us off on it like you want or something, and just to get through to the, yeah, two it's minutes like, no, to go. Soft, brand, yeah. brand, the, the last hurrah of the dice, mm. soft outlap, and the time is ticking down in the last 30 seconds. And you're thinking, Oh, bastards, they're gonna fucking do it, aren't they? Yeah, no, <laughs> you're gonna get fucking Joe knocking out Norris, and you think, Oh, for fuck's sake, why? Why you, sh- yeah. Make your own mind up and assumptions from that, but then you just who who want yeah yeah. I'm not going to go anymore because I'm going to offend a lot of people. Well, you normally don't. There's normally <laughs> why, why, a country you that exactly. You normally <laughs> you normally offend a country. You, you haven't done one for a while. Pick one. Which one are you offending the, this time? The, the way I'm going, the only safe place is the moon. <laughs> what, what, what I'm going to do is, during the little gap where we're changing over to part two, I'm going to get out my risk board. I'm just going to throw a coin in the air. Whatever country it lands on, 
Tony can upset that one. I like it. Yes, that's a fucking idea there. Yeah. I mean, to do be it. fair, do it. He's probably do it. upset. Spin a he's probably yeah. upset a lot of Italians last week, but he's probably made a lot of them quite happy this week. So it's like room 101, but risk. We've yeah. just created something here, guys. Yeah, We've just do it. Literally, just Atlantic Ocean hit me. Why is it so cold? Want to upset the Atlantic Ocean? <laughs> well, on that note, after Tony's decided to go for the Atlantic Ocean, I mean, Armenia is attacking it. Oh, what hell. happens in Armenia? Right, stop there. Stop there. You know just carry. Just, just keep going. The Atlantic Ocean did take Jack away from Rose. Let's face it. Just you know. Whoa, that is true, and it also broke a very nice ship from Liverpool in half. And it uh, also yeah, and destroyed a very sophisticated later, kind of like... submarine. <laughs> so on that implosion, um, we'll be back in the second half. <laughs> See you soon. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Hello and welcome back. Episode um, 18, episode 18, season two, part two. Um, again, thank you to Andy and CookieCast for putting up with us three going on about mainly Formula One. Um, so we're back with a bang in the second half after uh, ending the first half as we did. Race. So I'll give you the top ten. Um no surprises. Max Verstappen won. Perez was second. Sainz was third. Leclerc fourth. Russell fifth. Lewis sixth. Albon seventh. We've already talked about him today, how good he's been. Norris, Alonso and Bottas rounded out the top ten. Bit of a weird start to the race. Sonoda breaking down on the formation lap and they couldn't clear the car, so it was a delayed 20-minute start. Very weird, very strange of all the places. How embarrassing. And uh, took, obviously then started the cat lap counter was going down. They did an extra formation lap. Then they couldn't get it out of gear. I mean, to be fair to the bloke, it, the smoke was pouring in his cockpit from his legs as well. So no wonder he got out there yeah. as quick as he did. But the engine went. Yeah, yeah. The and it got engine. Mm. That's so strange. Yeah. On the, like... There was no, like, it didn't, like, there was no, they weren't giving it full throttle. Like, yeah, I hadn't done 50 laps. No, maybe I had done because it wasn't a new one, was it? So, just unlucky, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, frustrating again, though. Like, at the start, like, obviously, we've had all the delays for rain. And then you get to the grid and you've got, you know, you're losing a couple of laps racing. I mean, would we have got, Another lap of Leclerc and Sainz at the end, you know, 
you, true. You, Very true. Yeah, you know that. So, yeah. Bit frustrating, but yeah, twenty minute wait. Um then the race got going. Science obviously got off, kind of veered quite aggressively to the side of Max and kept Max behind. Um mm-hmm. what did you think to the Max Science battle or do you think it was just Max kind of taking his time and just waiting for his tires to wear out because I think the Ferrari was really pushing it and Max was just like, Meh. I mean, he even said pre-race, didn't he? Well, ah. they can't bring in the tyres. I agree. I, I think I there's agree. an element that Max was genuinely struggling. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think he was biding his time. Uh, um, the, only, the only reason I say that is because even after he overtook signs, there was still a bit of a fight going on. He, yeah, there was. You know, he, yeah. he didn't. He, he wanted a clean overtake, and he was gone. He only really got past signs because signs cocked up on that chicane. Mm-hmm. Signs got it back, but then luckily for Max, he then had the inside line on the next turn. That's the only way he got cleared. Yeah, and then Signs and Leclerc both kept up with him, didn't they? Like you say, didn't pull away, but. Interesting. Have you seen the footage of that corner and that pass against the Hamilton pass that Max did, where he ended up on top of him from a few years no. ago? No. So they did a side by side footage and of like Max obviously because he made exactly the same move on Science as he did on Lewis. Yeah, he did. And Science. And Brundle even made a comment. Yeah, that's right. And Science even moved across like Lewis did. And Max backed out with science and with Lewis. He kept, he kept his car in, and we all know what happened after. It's he does race Lewis differently. I don't care what. I don't know if he's like his race. I don't. I don't know if he's racing him differently. I, I think he just saw what was about to happen. Do you think? Do you think he maybe, learned? Yeah, maybe he's just he's, he's learned from it. I from think. The Lewis yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Suppose that comes with experience. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, Max passed science on lap 15. Lewis started on the hards when everyone else was on the medium. We had the usual Lewis complaining on the radio about the tyres, especially when he pitted as well. Um, saying that these mediums aren't going to the end, guys. we fucked up, basically. And he was one of the fastest cars on the track. I mean, yeah, he had to come through the field again, but... To be fair, Norris couldn't get by Albon, and Lewis Breeze passed them all. Mm-hmm. It was it was a ballsy risk, but even Mercedes said, "Look, we just looked at you know previous races here, and you know the, the average is there's always a safety car in the 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 mid to back end. We we go on the yards now. It's out of the way. Go for, yeah, go for the wait for a safety car and." Maybe get a cheeky pit. Yeah. The, yeah. the longer the race goes on, the stronger the position you're in. Well, it's less fuel, so they're not the tires are uh, the tracks rubbered in. So tires don't degrade as much going like later on in the race on mediums. Mm. And I think it worked. You know, he, he finished sixth. Like, yeah, all right. I mean he started eighth, he only went up two places, but the race as as it was, there was I think you know. I think he looked strong. He he looks good. It's um, a difficult track. It's it's not it's not a wide track. It's not 
not a great one for overtaking. So, and it's a high speed track, and it's something that the make is absolutely shit at. It's got no top end speed. It's rubbish in the slow corners. It's best in the medium to fast corners, and Monza ain't got any of them because they're all chicanes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hey. Lewis gets into this negative mode, doesn't he? We see it time and time again. It must be a nightmare if he was his race engineer. You'd be like, oh, God, he's woke up that sad today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Talk about race engineers. This this made me laugh. In F, F, I know we're going back to FP2, but the relationship between Max and his engineer, mm. I, I, I don't know what it is anymore. Because granted, like you just said, Lewis can really spit his dummy out. And when, he, when he's... When he's moaning about something, he does go on, but he's been with Bono for that long now. Bono just deals with it and can actually deal with it pretty well. Whereas Verstappen's engineer, he's just had enough now. Yeah. You, you can tell every time you hear him on the radio. I can't remember what the comment was the other week, but in FP2, Max again just did what he fucking wanted to do. And then at the end of it, the, the conversation was his engineer going, so did you, um, did you learn anything from that then, Max? And Max went, no. Not really. And then all you heard was, yeah, good job. <laughs> I know. I do feel sorry for him. I mean, there must be one person in the world that has to deal with a spoiled little brat like that. Beth, shout out to you for putting up with Tony because you you know <laughs> how his engineer feels. I'm just popping to the gym, love, four hours later. There he rolls back. KFC in his hand. Nothing for his wife. Probably kicking off. You should get us ice cream. Now and again. What, when you've been to the gym for four hours? Yeah. You are nice. You are nice. Yeah. You've got yeah. to keep that spark in the marriage, haven't you? <laughs> Bring her ice cream. What a guy. You know that. You know from the best, guys. Talk from, talk from the best right here. Right, right here. Yeah. 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 Uh, just going back to the first question, I think Max was taking it very steady, very not easy. I think he was just keeping up, almost like you know, like a, a shark and its prey, just like slowly, like maneuvering, waiting patiently for its chance to strike. And I think science was literally. Sainz and Ferrari were on literally full beans, like literally everything mm. was being like, oh, I'm yeah. talking fuel, adrenaline. Using everything. the tyres, literally they were like, slamming around within everything yeah, was yeah. going into that. Like he was giving it everything mm. to keep in front of him for as long as he could. Remember, and he, I don't think they really... You remember when you was a kid? Remember when you was kids and you'd be on a push bike and you'd put your head right towards the handlebars thinking yeah. you'd go fast? I just imagine Sainz and Leclerc sat in the car, but they're just like steering wheel there. They're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took yeah. some. They both took Your laxatives. Face right in there, like, well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> they both took laxatives before the race. Andy, and there's your thumbnail for YouTube this week, mate. Just mine. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I um, honestly got and you just knew that it won't go to last. No, and and then and then coming back to where we are, Perez came and got him. Yep. 
Uh, Russell got a five-second penalty for leaving the track and gaining an advantage for overtaking o- Ocon, which wasn't a move he really had to make. It was mm. a bit stupid. He wasn't racing yeah. Ocon. Like, he just, he just seemed to have a mental block at that time. And it was just odd. It was really odd. Like, he didn't need to make that move. And then he did. He stuffed it up. He cut the corner. He obviously gained the advantage. They got a five-second penalty for it. Granted, it meant nothing at the end of the race because he had that gap. Just it, it, made, it, it made none if uh, it made nothing to either because even Hamilton got one, didn't he? But yeah, he, he, even the even the guys at Mercedes when I think it was Brundle asking him during the race, just went why? why? And they were we honestly we we don't know because no. there wasn't even a race there. It was pointless. Just a bit of a brain fart, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So Lewis pitted on lap 28 after being passed because he stayed out to lap 28 on his hards and then he suddenly got passed by Max, Science, Leclerc and Perez so then Matt brought him in. Um, Perez then got Leclerc. I think they battled for a few laps, didn't they, as well? Um, Lewis overtook Piastri on lap 41 but then he kind of he kind of made the move, and it was a really good move because it was both racing like wheel to wheel. Coming to the next chicane, I think he thought he'd got the move done, so then went across to take his line, and Piastri was still there. I mean, to be fair to Lewis, he apologised to Piastri in the car straight after the race and said that was all me. He also got a five second penalty. Fair cop that one, I think, don't you? I think Lewis should. Yeah. Um, yeah. He went and apologized. At first, I thought it was Piastri, but then when you watch the replay, it was like, nah. No. Yeah. Just, you've seen this before. The cars are two metres wide, two and a half metres long, like, or three metres long, whatever they are. Like, yeah, he just misjudged it. But like I say, fair play. He apologised for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we had Perez moaning about signs. Like when he was trying to battle him on lap forty six, he like had a few moves and then he went straight on the chicane and then Sainz did the same, and then oh he's moving under braking, he's moving under braking, and I think even Perez's engineer had said, "You're faster than him, just calm down." Like mm-hmm. there's no conviction with Perez at the minute. He's I, he's never been a big overtaker, but like he's moaning on the radio. Like I know they're all at it. Um. But yeah, it was just a yeah, he, he was a different fucking. Le- I mean, if I'd have been his race engineer, I'm, fuck, I'd, I'd have had a fucking field day, me. If I'm on the, listening on the fucking headset and all I hear is, "Oh, he pushed me," he's like, "No, he didn't." Yeah, just go. Oh, he's not giving me enough room. He's not letting me get by. It's like it's called racing. Yeah. You know, they're not just. You know, the rule isn't if you have a driver behind you, let them get past. It's a fucking race. You won that position. Fucking fight for it. Mm. It's. I mean, but even Brundle was getting fed up, and I fucking I, I loved Brundle this weekend. I mean, yeah, yeah. You could tell how bored he is of Verstappen getting the lead and stuff like that. Every lap, you know, on that the the straight just before turn one, when they've got the DRS and he's, you know. Max gets a little bit close to signs each time, and you just find bundles just going, uh, and you can hear you can hear him in his voice going, 
here we go. And as soon as he got by, as soon as Verstappen finally made the overtake, the first thing Brundle said was, well, that's Max checked out now. Yep. He'll have checked out for the race now. He's got nothing else to do. And I've never heard Brundle so excited from a start in a while when Sainz was in the lead and holding it. Mm. Yeah, Brundle's, yeah. Brundle's, yeah. Brundle's voice went, woo! Well, it's different, wasn't yeah. it? Different, we hadn't but, seen it. But with the Perez bit, he was even going on about that when Perez went, oh, you know, he didn't give me enough room, he kind of pushed me, and, and Brundle went, well, I don't really think he did. Granted, he might not have given him enough room, but he gave enough to actually go by the regulations and blah, blah, blah. Then the very next lap, he did the same thing. And, then, and Brundle just went, he did push him that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were some moves where science, you could see science was defending for his life. Like, he wanted that. Oh, yeah, science was balls, yeah. But, again, it's racing. Science would have probably moaned like fuck if it had happened to him because he, he's another one. I mean, Norris even said this weekend, he doesn't like how he comes across on the TV coverage with his radio calls. He doesn't mean to sound like that. But they're all at it. I mean, yeah, science would have given as good as he got. But to be fair to him, like you said, James, it's racing. Yes, he moved a little bit over and blocked him. But he's not just going to give the place up. You you fight, you battle, you're competitive. That's what you do. You know what really pissed me off with Perez going on, going, oh, he's moving under braking. Perez does it every fucking week. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, does. he is fucking renowned, renowned for it. And sorry for the swear. I, I know I swear all the time on this podcast, but I think I'm a little bit more colourful than normal. Almost as colourful as your shirt, in fairness, Mark. Um, but yeah, P- Perez, he does it all the time. Double movements, it's every week. But as soon as someone does it to him, oh, he's not giving me enough room. Oh no, it's not fair. It's all like in football, the referees surround being surrounded by players. They're all on the radio now, giving that the moaning like, oh, he should have, yeah. a he should have a penalty. It's getting ridiculous now. It's, but like I say, Leclerc um, Perez is as bad as anybody to move under breaking. I think he's the worst. Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. right. I agree. Mm. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Very and then aggressive. look at him when he was defending against Hamilton for Max to win the title that race. Like it was he was so aggressive, super aggressive. He forgets these things. Like Karma's a bitch. Um Leclerc and Sands battle. Oof. I mean Again, there was on the radio, Sans was saying, call it off, let's hold station, guys, this, come on, Leclerc. And then Ferrari did not respond to him at all. At all. They were just like, oh, shoot, we better say something. That is Leclerc's team, basically. Uh, you know what? Well, I really yeah. think it should be. I prefer Sainz. I, I really well, I, I think Sainz the better driver. But he's not the chosen one. He's not. He's not. And that's 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 where the bollocks is. It really. It, it fuck. Mm. He's he's proven it time and time again. And when he has his shit days, it's because he's been fucking trodden on most of the time. Yep. Yes. But I mean, signs this weekend was something else, and it was brilliant. And I was watching that race. I mean, there is no way signs went into that race thinking, "I'm going to win this," mm. and nobody. Put that race on on Sunday thinking Sides is going to win this. We all knew what was going to happen. 
what nobody fucking knew was that Sainz was going to be the guy that was going to hold Max Verstappen up for more than a quarter of a race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was watching that race and it was going on and, you know, him fighting back for the position, him keeping second, him fighting against Leclerc. I'm sat there, I'm thinking, if this guy doesn't get driver of the day, he's being robbed. He has been absolutely robbed. If Leclerc I mean, got by, by signs, I think Ferrari would have come straight on the radio and said, right, hold station now, guys. I, it, if, if you didn't, go, going back to what you said at the start, really? if you didn't have DNS and the couple of laps of bloody safety car and stuff like that, so you would have had a couple more laps of signs and Leclerc fighting, I, I imagine that Ferrari would have had to get on the radio at some point and just say, right, lads, stop it now, because... The, the way them two were scrapping, two more laps of summit, they would have took each other out. Well, the last the last lap, Leclerc locked up and they nearly took him out. Like that, oh my, could you have imagined? Oh, it would have been quality. Yeah, they needed them. Yeah. needed them points. Them, them points that they got this weekend has actually got them ahead of Aston Martin in the yeah, championship. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, another yeah. Fucking, that's another fucking story. But if the if crashed, it would have been just ultimate like, wow. Mm. This Ferrari circus cannot get any better. Um, well, this would, been, this would have been the only week where you wouldn't have been able to blame the, the pit crew or the strategy or anything else like that. It would solely be down to them two. Well, Leclerc. Yeah, but then that's, that's racing. That's, in it, a sense, it's like that's racing in its purest form. Like, it is, you can only really take your hats off to that. You can, but you're at your home Grand Prix. You've, you've probably underperformed all More season, just take a fair and forth. Like you say, you've jumped Aston Martin as a team, which, by the way, I see the Aston Martin hat is no longer making an appearance on the podcast. Funny that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're back to Mercedes. Um, yeah, you know, team game. You've jumped Aston Martin in the constructors. Hold it there. Let's say, I, I give a little bit of credit to Leclerc for being ballsy, but he nearly <laughs> stuffed it up on that last lap. And if he'd have took signs out, and then both of them would have gone out, then what? Fred's got bigger balls than me, guys. That's all well, I'm saying. To be fair, yeah, Fred... Many people may have, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll um, leave that. <laughs> the, the only other thing I've got is Norris couldn't pass Albon for most of the race. Um, just couldn't get by him. Like, say, Hamilton breezed... Not breezed by him, but got by Albon. Norris was stuck behind him most of the race. Well, you're knackered at it. It's a hard track. We've, we've been over it already. And you can't yeah. literally you just have the DRS from the main straight. One to mm. ten, one, two, three. But how, how more interesting was that race? Once they turned around and went, Hamilton's got a five second penalty. How in because all of a sudden it was like Alonso had a sniff. Yeah, because he's like, well, he's he's on he's he's only four seconds ahead of me. I could get this and all this kind of. But you, you Norris and you Albon and Lewis is there. He's like, right, I've got to get in front of Albon, and then I've got to fucking get a good yeah. I mean, six gap. To be fair, he did. Do you, do you want me? Do you want me to be really honest, right. though? And you, this might surprise you both. What? Isn't it a fucking shit track? Like, it's almost like scale epstrick, you know, like, they're just whizzing, they're I just whizzing like round. Like 
I, 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 I do like Monza because you always get a lot of drama at Monza. And it, do. it I, I do think it's a good track, which is why I was quite excited about the whole kind of, right, you've only got one, was it one minute and 40 seconds for an outlap yeah. in qualifying because it meant that there'd be a shit ton of traffic there and so there'd be more of a race element in there. I, nah, I, I do like Monza. You normally do get it a safety is, car, though. That's kind you of normally do get a safety where, car. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it, is, it is now getting to that kind of stage where, like Monaco, it's it's that kind of track where it is getting a bit narrow for the cars, but mm. at the same time, there's nothing really stopping them from making that track a bit wider if they want to. So, yeah, I, yeah, I like it. It's not as interesting as the next track, but... No. So, anything else from this race, guys? Um, the pod, the, uh, as opposed to my opinion about the track, the podium, I agree with the commentary in Sky Sports, is the best podium because yeah, it's literally it above the track. Yeah. yeah. yeah and if you're going to win a race, it'd be fucking amazing to win there. You can't be knocking trophies off if you was Lando Norris up there because you ain't getting that one back. You ain't getting that back. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, mate, oh, mate I would have fucking loved that. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You, you was Norris summit, but you're at Monza. You pick up the champagne and go, yeah, I'm not going to do that here. Yeah, and instead you just not. pick up the award Me. from Matt and just throw it over the side. You <laughs> fucker. <laughs> There's going to Silverstone and taking Big some from dickhead. the track. Which oh, James still has got. He has got it. How's he got it now? Or picking up a piece of rubber. Hey, Where's my bit of rubber? Look. I ain't got my rubber. Oh, I ain't got my good. rubber. It's in a it's in a drawer upstairs. Okay. Cheers. I'll get it. I'll, well, you know, get it eventually. I still mean. Oh, the sound. See what I'm gonna do. There you go, guys. Oh, whoa. Nice. whoa, whoa, whoa. really sad. I think what I'm actually going to do is wash them and stick them in the fish tank. Nice. Then you've got nice. some Silverstone gravel in the fish tank. Nice. Um, I could drive... kill all the fish, but could well, look yeah. really nice. Don't mind. I mean, yeah. A nice fish tank of Silverstone with dead fish. <laughs> um, so driver standings after the race. Max 364, Perez 219, Alonso 140, Hamilton 164, and Sainz 117. Next one, as like James said, is the Singapore Grand Prix, 17th of September. Um, I think it's a 1pm start. 62-lap race. Normally, I look at the length of track and get some stats. We've got 19 corners. However, the kilometres of the race, it said to be confirmed. So I don't know if they've changed the track. Hey. I know. When you look on the F1, the actual F1 website, it normally says like track length and I convert it to miles. And it's a TBC. So I don't know if they've changed something on the track, which is really, really interesting. Um, well, while you have a look at that, James, I'm just going to play something that will lead us into our next segment. Oh, shit. No, no, you're right. Circuit length, not applicable. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Fuck. It's almost so, like Rainbow Road, isn't it? I think they've changed something on the track and they haven't measured it yet. They've maybe changed a corner or a section. Um, but yeah, so yeah, guys, so this is basically last week's episode of the podcast. Oh, what happened? Oh, you've got to be right. Lewis to win. Lewis second. Leclerc third. And again, 
So she's out of turn away. She's got Aquarius three as well. It's it's light. She's listening to me. That that's that's my wife. That's my wife, Lindsay. You may, but if she gets all three of them, she's only five points behind you. Because let's face it, you ain't getting jack shit. So, I'm okay. yeah, I bet he was fucking jams it because he had done this season. <laughs> <laughs> My God, scared. Even if he didn't happen, he can still win. He did fuck up qualifying. I think I can't think where the, the Ferrari rant was, but there was a Ferrari rant in there. Oh, oh, there were no Ferraris on the podium. Went on. Um, signs, I win. No way. There's more chance of Max not finishing than a Ferrari getting on the podium. Oh, that's yeah. Right, okay. There's no, there's no way Ferrari's getting on the podium. Yeah. So, James, wow. would you like to go through last week's predictions and then the results of said predictions? Because there's no way, there's no way Ferrari is getting on the podium. So I would like to point out two other predictions made in that conversation. One of them from me was that there would be a Ferrari on the podium, which there was. Um, another prediction that I actually did make on that, which we just heard then, was you ain't going to get jack shit points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's really when Norris and on it was, I think it was Alonso 10th. Norris ninth, Hamilton eighth in qualifying. And from straight away, I just knew I've fucked up big time here. <laughs> Completely. And I was literally hoping for an absolute kamikaze of a start to even maybe get back. But that never happens. It didn't happen nowadays. So, I, I yeah. was watching the race and I was sitting, I couldn't remember my predi predictions fully. I knew I had Max for the win because, well, you, you'd be a fucking idiot if you don't. Mm, mm, mm. Um, yep. Turning. Sorry, Charlie or Katie, not everyone's idiots. You two are just stubborn. Um, but so I was like, pretty certain I went Max Perez. And I think I had signs in third. I spent the entire race watching thinking, I changed it. I changed it from Sainz to Leclerc. Yeah, or did I? You did. Didn't I? And you I did. Afterward, and I did. I changed. I changed from Leclerc to Sainz, but I am in second. Do you Oof. know what really pissed me off? So when I looked at the Dutch Grand Prix predictions, my predictions for the Dutch Grand Prix were Max to win, Perez second, and oh, Sainz third. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. <laughs> I just so if you time. take the most recent predictions and make them for Singapore, well, may, hey, it's maybe. Massive... Who knows? Willie, Beth, so, Beth absolutely loved the weekend, by the way. Laughing at me from literally start to the very finish. So, <laughs> every, like a normal. Cheers, weekend. Ferrari. 
cheers Ferrari. You, you, you made my wife very happy. Yep, and I've, st- I've still got the notes there where it says, Tony, no Ferrari on podium. But yeah, well, but they, in my defence, they literally brought every single thing they could. They basically changed the car completely. Why do you think the majority of us put Ferrari on the podium? Because I thought it'd be a calamity again. Or would there be what? This is that was probably the one race that they're gonna not have a fucking circus. I mean, granted, I'm giving the Billy Big Bollocks here. Did I have a Ferrari on the podium? No, no, you didn't. No, but then Max changed his engine as well. He changed his power unit. Well, he might, he might as well fucking change his power unit every fucking week. Well, yeah, I'm not going to give a shit. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to give you a five grade, five place grid penalty, and it'll be slightly going so fucking what? I've, I've I've won the constructors and the fucking championship all on my own. Fuck you. There was a feeling that the other teams just kind of was just like, yeah, Ferrari, Red Bull. Past this week, mm. or is that just my blinkered? Well, I mean, let's, mess let, that let's see. Maybe let's see. Go on, James. So give predictions well, and scores. We'll we'll start with Marky Boos. So Mark, you had Marky. Max, Norris, and Alonso. Thank God, you got Max. Yes. So you went from thirty-seven points to forty points. Yeah. Um, I had Max. Signs and Alonso. Still close. I got Max. I almost had Signs just in the wrong place. Um, so that gives me three points, putting me now into the lead with 42 points. Um, Tony, you had Alonso, Norris and Hamilton. You got jack shit, just like I said <laughs> last week. Um, giving you a, a joint lead. Forty-two points. Yeah, thank you. I thought, but morally, James, you are in the lead. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I should be leading. What the rule has to be is. Well, no, I think the rule here. Look, we've all got beards. Okay, so the rule is, anyone who's got joint points, it comes down to best beard. And let's face it, I'm the alpha. I mean, yeah, but then also (laughs) it, it could go on like your previous predictions and. You at least got <laughs> one driver right, and James there you got go, guys. That that proves it. No, the mug proves it, guys. Oh, the because I've I've, I've I've just said that, and then suddenly remembered Andy's beard, and he's probably sitting. He'll be sitting there listening <laughs> to this morning yeah. before he puts it out there, just going, "Oh, really? <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck, you fucking pretenders! Put all three your beards together, Alpha. And yeah, I'll, I'll just." You pretenders put all your free beards together and it's still ain't as fucking good as mine, you dick. Oh, mate. Yeah, I, I I would fucking roll over and show my soft spot. I just straight away, it's like, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, me, well done. <laughs> me and Tony on joint points and I have no idea what the fuck that was. No. Um, when it comes to the, um, um, the lovely ladies, um, Katie had Hamilton, Perez, Norris... Katie actually got points because she had Perez, so she's gone from seven to nine. Uh, Charlie went signs, Alonso and Hamilton. So even though sat, you know, she was right with a Ferrari on the podium, not quite in the right spot. So she has got jack shit again. Um, she's in the same club as you, Tony. So she's on twelve points. And Beth, it's good company. It's good company. Beth, being the sensible one, put Max for the win, but then she went Hamilton Leclerc, but gives her thirty three points. If Leclerc, could have overtook, if Leclerc could have overtook Sands, 
Beth. Oh, yeah. Beth was but on it. Between, was on the it. Lads, between the lads and the lasses, the, 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 there's only one renowned winner, really, and that's Beth. I mean, that, I, I don't think anyone's going to catch her without Katie and Charlie. No. It's it's up for grabs now, really, though. There's only two points between us. So, yep. good running. So, Singapore, then, lads. Singapore. So, Huskers first. first. So, I've gone for Max for the win. I have gone for Charles Leclerc second. And Sergio Perez third. Shall I go? You can, because I reckon he isn't going to be ready. So, yeah, go, James. Go, James. Win. Who? Who? Perez. Perez? Max has a shitter. Max has a shitter at Singapore. To be fair, Perez was Walls on either side. Yeah. And Max always gets too close to them walls. And I'm talking like centimetres. Yeah. Right. So go on, Perez for the win. Perez for the win. Signed second. And Leclerc third. Tony, have you got yours? Or should, should we go Katie and Charlie? Go Katie and Charlie. Right, so Katie, obviously still being stubborn. Hamilton, Perez, Alonso. That's not the worst. It's not the worst, no. Charlie? Has gone Albon. <laughs> that, that's pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Perez and Signs. Have you got Beth's Tony? No, she's just asked me where's the GP. It's Singapore. Singapore. You've got three right. minutes, a pair of yet. Go, Tony. Right, I've just messaged her Singapore. Right, so Tony, I'm two gonna minutes, go. Two minutes fifty, Tony. Oh God, I'm really not sure of you. It's either. Max Leclerc Perez or so the same as me Perez does that all Perez signs Leclerc so that's same as you (laughs) (laughs) you've got two minutes 30 come on now who will I piss off more but what's the safer bet I'm not sure if you don't give me him in the next 30 seconds you you aren't getting no points this week because I'm getting fed up of this shit so me and James straight in you Dick about oh, you're there's, gonna be a, there's gonna Jesus be a farm, so come Christ. on. I feel like he's gonna come round and drill me. Fucking hell. Two um, minutes. I'm gonna go Perez. No, I, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna go Max. I've already Leclerc. written it down. Max Leclerc Perez. Max nope. Leclerc Perez. Nope. Max Leclerc Perez. Max Leclerc Perez. You absolute prick. Oh, no, actually, maybe Max Science Perez. It's, no, it's fucking written down now. Which one? Max, Max Science Max, Perez. Max Science Perez. Right. What's Beth want? Beth still hasn't messaged. Just type in now, Max Science Ham. And I think that means Hamilton, not the guy from Toy Story. I mean, Hammy. if the guy from Toy Story made it onto the podium, I'd be fucking impressed and would give you both 500 points straight away. <laughs> so, we're just confirming yours is Max Science Perez. 
Max Sainz Perez. Right. I, I ain't fucking changing it again. After he's dicked about, ladies and gentlemen, and pissed me and James off yet again, <laughs> because he's an absolute prick, um, we've run out of time. So thanks again, guys, for joining me. Don't mean it about him. He's, thanks for joining me, James, and being you know, as good as you normally are. He can go fuck himself. So, um, yeah, at least he's consistent. Everyone. Well, he's consistent, consistently annoying. Um, <laughs> thanks, everyone, guys. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Peace. Bye. So, there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done, another one gone, another one in the bag. Big thank you to the guys for bringing you all the Formula One that you could possibly need. Big thank you to you for listening. There's one thing before you go. Please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave reviews where you can leave reviews. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.